Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first ever inaugural manga fight! Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you have ever heard of Screen Junkies movie fights, this show is the same kind of thing except with manga! Because everyone here loves manga, and we have a very special treat for you tonight in light of Yuzei Matsui visiting the States and attending New York Comic Con, a special Yuzei Matsui-focused episode featuring topics about his works and series. And so, let us begin! In this corner, we have the host of Life Lessons, the Kintama MangaCast, and co-host of so many other podcasts, too many, too many to count, we have Colton! Can can you smell what I'm cooking? Because I'm not really cooking anything. That was was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) No one is eating on time tonight. And on this corner, we have a man who is going to starve himself tonight, but get up early for early McDonald's breakfast. We have the translator for Gintama and devoted Fukuchi fanatic, Bomber D. Rufi! Hey folks, good with you, Avil! Alright, we are going to have fun tonight. We have five debate topics that our venerable debaters will be duking it out over. And then the winner of the debate round will face me, your MC, Lamrama Yasha, otherwise known as Sid, in the speed round for the title of Matsui Manga Maverick. Fanatic Maniac Winner Debater Extraordinaire! The rules are simple. For the debate round, each contestant will have one minute to make their opening argument. Then, one minute to make their counterpoint. In three rounds of making counterpoints and rebuttaling the other person's opinion. And then finally, a minute for their closing argument. Five minutes each person for each topic for a total of ten minutes each topic. Then, when we move on to the speed round against yours truly, things really heat up and get expedited. The opening argument is only 20 seconds for each person. There will only be one counterpoint. Again, 20 seconds for each person. And then, the closing argument soon after. 20 seconds each person. A minute to make your point. And then, for each person, for a total of two minutes each topic. Very simple rules. Basically, the rules of movie fights, if you have ever watched that. Because this is what this is based on. Yes. Without further ado, let us begin the manga fight! The very first inaugural episode on Yusei Matsui! Alright, my friends, gentlemen, are you ready to get started? 
Yes. I, 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 as ready as I'll ever oh, be. Oh, where's yeah. the enthusiasm, boys? You gotta get pumped here. Yeah. Yes. Get some fire in your belly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, yay. I've been let delivered. us begin. <laughs> <laughs> We have all arrived, and we have arrived to see who loves Matsui the best, and who can talk his about his works the best. Now, gentlemen, are you ready to begin? Yes! Yes, yes, I'm ready. Let us begin the debate. Yuzei Matsui is famous for some of his very weird and very... Scary and disturbing villains. So the question is, who, gentlemen, do you think is the best villain that Matsui has ever drawn up, ever conceived, and written? I thought I was going to go with the Neuro villain, but after some thought in our discussion, I'm going with Asano. I mean, a guy that can walk into a room and, you know... Have everybody out and walk out five minutes later and everybody's like frothing at the mouth and asking for blood. Yeah, that's pretty terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Colton, your rebuttal. Well, uh, my rebuttal. Uh, I'm definitely going to pick a Nero villain because I love Nero. <laughs> uh, as if you couldn't tell. Um, I, I feel like, I feel like we all know. Who who the best villain is? I think uh, I think it would have to be six of the new bloodline, because let's face it, Dio might have had a mother kill her own child, but six you know killed a bunch of babies as a baby himself when he was born. I don't think you get any more evil than that. Mm-hmm. All right, I yeah, six is pretty high up there, but I mean just the fact that if a, like. Asano had has like the ability to have anything. Like he had the stocks going on. He had the he has an entire school at his disposal. I mean, like he even convinced the press to cover up like Korosen's whole thing. He took on Korosen directly, and he's like he's not like powerful in the sense of having an army or whatever. He's just a teacher, and he still like gambled his life with like a grenade. <laughs> To take down Coralson, and I, I mean I th- that takes balls to me. <laughs> mm, yes, but you know Six is so evil that he literally made Nero, a demon from hell, disgusted by his by 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 his acts alone. That's also pretty evil. Yeah, Six is pretty evil on that level. But I mean, like Six had a lot of his disposal. Like it's a Superman Batman thing, you know, like. This guy is a normal guy on every other level, except for the fact that he can convince you to do his bidding after just talking to you for five minutes. <laughs> mm. Mm. This, this is this is very true. It's very true. Um, I got I got nothing. Uh, well, you still have to continue the debate, ah. um, unless you fo- unless you concede. To bomber and uh, give I up the first I, round. I don't want to concede. Concede but to me. <laughs> I I don't want to. Um, man, I don't. I'm trying to think of another point. Um, 
Uh, well, I was gonna say six had uh, has a uh, charisma, but like Asano kind of has that too, so that doesn't really work because they both have that. I think. Yeah, that's true. I didn't, I actually didn't even concede a charisma as a point. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I have to concede because I I can't come up with another point. And the round is over. Bummer. D. Rufy wins the first round. Yes. <laughs> now, gentlemen, go. I just want to mention out here that uh, based on the arguments, I was definitely leading towards Bomber to begin with. He was naming specifics, he had confidence, and he was very on the point, uh, you know, with, you know, uh, his examples. But I want to just point out another mistake that you were both making, and that you both kind of conceded to the other person, you know, person's choice a bit. Uh, yeah, like, that's going to uh, happen a lot. <laughs> no, but, the, but that's a novice debater. That's a novice de- debater thing that you should try and avoid because you shouldn't give in to the other person's argument. Like you should say, you know, maybe I, I see your point, but this is why my choice is ultimately superior. You know, not just admit, like you did, Colton, eh, yeah, you got a pointer, I got nothing. <laughs> like, you lose the argument right away when you do that, Colton. So you should, you should try and uh, try and avoid that from now on. All right, I'll <laughs> All try. right, well, yeah, I guess I could try, but this is just I like... I guess I could. <laughs> it's like, that's our <laughs> nature to just be like, oh, the other guy's got a decent point <laughs> the other, but i guess yeah. it would be but, more of a lively debate <laughs> get get pumped up like a shonen sports protagonist people get your competitive fire burning you want to win yeah i can't do that unless i'm listening to maka maka chikai from buso rinkin that gets me pumped <laughs> that is a pretty sweet team song i'm not gonna lie <laughs> And I'm and I'm also not a high schooler anymore. So pretty much all my high school spirit left me when I when I left high school. But I'll try. Right, right. Get passionate. Get passionate, people. You can do this. Passion, passion, passion. There we go. I believe. I believe. Anyway, round two. Neuro is well-renowned as being a super detective who can solve any mystery. He solved every mystery in hell, after all, and that's why he went to the human world. But is Neuro the best detective manga has to offer? Is he really the best detective in the realm of the human world? That begs the question, gentlemen. These characters are often compared, their series are often compared as mystery series. But let us lay it to rest. Who would solve the case faster? Majin Tante Nugami Nero or Detective Conan? Alright, uh, should I start first again? Go ahead. Alright. I have to say Conan for sure, simply because Conan, I, he has so many, he has so many like walls to jump through to get to that mystery solving part, you know? He doesn't have tools. He doesn't really have the police on his side per se, at least not at first. I mean, eventually they do start working with him, but, and he's a seven year old <laughs> because he can't even really drive to a crime scene. I mean, there are probably lots of crimes he's missed for virtue for the fact that he can't get to them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when he gets on the case though, like, He's in the zone. He's got to do his own thinking, got to do his own sleuthing. And yeah, I, I say Conan. Colton, your choice. 
Well, first off, I'd have to say Nero, because of actually two points I want to just, just, you know, uh, rebuttal, actually. Uh, one, you say Detective Conan has no tools. Um, he has plenty of tools at his disposal via Dr. Agasa, so that's already an invalid point right there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and second, you know, like you also said, uh, Conan uh, sometimes is hindered by the police simply because, you know, he is a child, after all. You know, a, a high school high school student in the body of a seven year old. Uh, Nero doesn't really have as many uh, has has many walls to climb simply because not only is he a demon and he could pretty much I don't know do about do anything but he could do a lot of things. But he's pretty good at um, I guess for lack of a better word uh, bullshitting his way around things simply just by using Yako as a scapegoat, which for some reason people fall for all the time. So there you go. That's why I think uh, Nero would make a better detective, or has made a better detective. Well, listen, though, that, and, and I'm going to rebuttal your point there, too. Without Yako, what is Nero? I mean, he can't understand. Conan's got to do the empathetic part and the sleuthing part all by himself. Yeah, once in a while, he has his buddies there with him. But generally speaking, he's the one doing all the legwork. He's got to look for the clues. He's got to um, he's got to figure out the motive. He's got to do all of that on his own. And, you know, I mean, yeah, OK, fine. Ogasa has gave him some tools, but that doesn't really. The only thing that he uses on a constant basis is the stun gun watch. And if there's nobody around he could use that on, he still manages to kind of nudge people to the right direction in the in solving his crimes. In solving crimes, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, I would also argue that, you know, uh, uh, I would I would argue that, you know, yes, Nero does not have uh, he doesn't have a lot of empathy because, you know, he is a demon. He doesn't understand that kind of thing. But I also feel like that uh, he sort of uses that to his to his advantage in a way in in the way where uh you know he can just uh, he can just be blunt about asking asking uh, suspects you know the, the the difficult questions like hey did you kill this guy? <laughs> okay, well, on that note, I mean, <laughs> hey, but on that on that note, like, wow, I'm gonna. <laughs> It, 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 I know my point is just so good you can't rebuttal it, right? <laughs> I can totally rebuttal it if I have a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, with that, yeah, but you gotta put aside the fact that Nero has a bunch of advantages that Conan doesn't, and Conan still gets the job done. Not to mention he has he has one disadvantage that Nero, I mean, he has one thing, one thing working against him pretty much all of the time, which is his size and the fact that nobody takes him seriously. So, I mean, all Nero has to do is kind of tap Yako on the back and be like, yeah, point at that guy over there. <laughs> I'll do the rest. Conan doesn't have that. Like, he has to, he has to bring it home on his own and do the explanation. I mean, yeah, he could put somebody to sleep, but that's, but that's putting him at risk there as well, you know? Like, if somebody happens to walk around and knows this little kid speaking to a bow tie, then what? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I feel like you just kind of, um, you just kind of rebuttaled your own point because you just mentioned, oh, yeah, uh, 
Nero has to make Yako point at things, but you know, uh, Conan Conan has that same problem where uh, he can't uh, just like Nero. You know, Conan can't give away who he actually is. Otherwise, you know that we we can't Nero can't have people find out that he's a demon, even though like that just kind of gets thrown out the window later. But you know, Conan's under that in that same situation, except in Conan's case. You know, the, like, if people find out who he is and what his identity is, you know, uh, his loved ones will actually be in danger. But my point being is that they're both in that same predicament and to some extent. But yeah, Nero's extent isn't anywhere near Conan's. You can't compare theirs. I mean, like, at the very worst, if Nero gets found out, he just... He just murders everyone and runs <laughs> and, and makes a break for it. <laughs> but if Conan gets found out, then it's like, at that point, I mean, at that point, what else could he do? I mean, if he's found out, then, I mean, he's powerless to stop what happens, what, ha- what happens at, to him after that. I mean, more or less, Nero just decides not to tell people he's a human and that he's a demon because it's it would be too much trouble to like explain it to them <laughs> it would it would be like okay well yeah i'm a demon and all of this stuff and then people would probably try to kill him <laughs> but like conan's case is like he literally cannot tell anybody anything because one even if they, he did tell people like even if he was found out immediately then holy crap i did just counter myself fuck <laughs> <laughs> I could see defeat, damn it. Uh, <laughs> oh, bummer. I could, bummer. You you were winning the argument there. I, I, for I for could most, see- of that, most of that debate, you were winning the argument, you just conceded. I conceded, yeah, but I fell apart towards the end there. I fell oh, but, I mean, through the argument, I felt that Bomber was making, you know, the better case about, like, why Conan has more disadvantages than Nero and why he would, like, solve... Well, actually, you know, but what if you... It was interesting. You didn't really actually answer the question. Like, the question wasn't, like, who is the better character so much as, like, who would solve a case faster. So mm. you kind of went off uh, from the initial question and just debating, like, you know, the the respective advantages and advantages each had. So you did kind of lose as characters, not so much as detectives. So you did kind of lose track of the question there for a minute. But I still, but still, based on the arguments, I still felt that Bomber was, uh, you know, and Bomber was kind of addressing like better points about like why, you know, Conan, you know, is a better detective uh, than Nero just individually because you know. Conan has a lot of things that, you know, has a lot, doesn't have to rely on as many things as Nero and is more like self-sufficient compared to Nero's dependence on Yako. But, uh, and Colton, like one mistake that you made in your argument was that you conceded, uh, I mean, they're both in the same situation. They can't tell people their real identity, but then you flat out admitted that actually, you know, Nero's like call, I, identity as a demon thing that does that eventually you know gets dropped later on like you know that secret becomes unimportant so that that was a big turning point in the argument in terms of like that the the tone the side like shifting in bomber's favor more like uh more absolutely but since bomber conceded colton wins the argument so i mean i'd be fine if we both lost i mean that's cool no, there has to be a winner. <laughs> and, uh, Bomber conceded, so Colton won. 
Great. It, do- it doesn't feel earned. <laughs> don't be like gone. <laughs> don't be like. Don't be like gone. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't go on the don't don't challenge Heaven's Arena and go through a bunch of these death matches to get to Soka so just so we can punch him in the face with, with the I actually meant more thing. like with the Hanzo thing where it's like we have to oh, choose the way Hanzo. we fought. We have to both we have to you conceded defeat, but I want you to concede defeat the way I want you to concede defeat. <laughs> I want you to concede. That's true. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, you both have a chance to redeem yourself in rounds three. We've talked extensively about uh, Matsui's one-shots on our discussion and kind of the advantages and, uh, each had over the other. But let's settle it once and for all definitively here. Which gentleman is the better one of Use Matsui's one shots. Rikon Chute or Tokyo Depato Senso Taikinki? I'm gonna say that Tokyo, whatever the rest of the name is, <laughs> is, is, is the better one shot, mostly because I think, uh, unlike Rikon Chute, uh, there, there's a, I, it has a, it has a sense of, um, Wow, I'm tripping all over my words. Um, I think artistically speaking, it is definitely the weirder out of the two one shots. And I think the thing that Matsui does best is weird. So personally, I think that is where the one shot shines over Recon Chote. Okay. Well, for Recon Chote, I feel like that's the better one shot because I think the characterizations were a little bit better in that one. Like, I I guess on one level too that the the characters are a little bit more relatable with the idea of the um you know the whole thing of splitting things in half during a divorce although although I mean although it's kind of outlandish and it is it is Matsui's weird but I think it's a relatable weird a little bit more so than the idea of the Tokyo um the Tokyo wow the, the Tokyo one shot. Yeah, the Tokyo one shot. <laughs> well, personally, I think um I think the Tokyo one shot uh I think just like we were talking about in our discussion with uh Nero in Assassination Classroom, something I think that uh the Tokyo one shot has over Chote is um is that I think thematically it's a little more interesting with uh with the with the themes of greed sort of being explored by Matsui and especially with the scene where the little girl basically admits, well, I just want that watch because I want it. Like I feel like there I feel like there's enough to be explored there. And I thought that was interesting in general. I felt like though with Recon Chote that the idea the idea of um well, okay, the idea of being able to sp- split a thing in half and the idea of I mean I I I guess I like the the overall tone of the story where it was a little bit more like you know, you be again this a little girl and the main character guy and you know him chopping the world in half. I like the the hopeful note that it ends up ends up on, I guess in a sense that it could lead into some it could lead into whatever you want it to lead into. <laughs> so, I I and on top of that too, um 
I don't know. I feel like the art for that one was more Matsui-ish. Maybe because he was just fresh off of Nero, so he still kind of had the more the Nero thing pumping through him. Mm, funny you say that, because I felt like uh, the the art... Uh, the art in the Tokyo one shot, I felt like was more Matsui in the sense of, uh, uh, we got to see a lot more of his, uh, his, his strange sort of, uh, demonic designs with the, uh, uh, with, with, with the monsters that the main character of the one shot had to hunt down and fight. And, um, uh, on the note of the story, I felt like, uh, the story, in my opinion, was better told because uh, e- even you said in the uh, in the discussion we had earlier that uh, it had a I believe it was you or Sid uh, said that uh, the story compared to Recon Chote has a has a solid beginning, middle, and end. Whereas Recon Chote just kind of is just like, oh, we're just gonna walk around, do this thing. Oh, I'm Zeus, by the way, and then it just kind of goes on from there. And that's how I, I I feel like the one shot. First of all, the one the one shot there with the Tokyo one shot, like the salesman dude. Yeah, we got we got the info that he was that Zeus was Zeus later on in the one shot, but then we got nothing on the salesman dude. Which I mean, in the scheme of things, might be like, oh well, that's incidental. We don't really need to know anything about him. But like I. I did feel like it made it a little more difficult to like connect to what he was doing and why. I mean, yeah, I'm greedy. That's essentially all we got from him. I'm a greedy dude. So, but then that kind of flies in the face of him helping this kid anyway. I mean, if you're greedy, why help other people? The whole idea of being greedy is like you're only out for yourself. To rebuttal your point there, he, I feel like a uh, greedy salesman guy. I'm pretty sure he doesn't even have a name. Uh, I feel like I feel like the point of him helping uh, the small child, the small you know this this, this uh, small girl, uh, like the main character. I feel like the point of him helping her was to um, was to basically sort of encourage her greed, but weirdly not in a negative way. In the way where she is, she, where she she is trying to retrieve. Uh, she wants to retrieve something for somebody else, her father. So, in a way, uh, her greed isn't really for her so much as it is for her for her father. And I think that ties into why I think, thematically speaking, uh, Tokyo One Shot is more interesting. Hmm. Uh... <laughs> I can see. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so close. You almost got to closing arguments this I time. I can't beat that, though. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, like, we... I'm sitting here trying to, I'm sitting here internally agreeing with him. <laughs> like, in my, my, in my mind, I'm sitting here like, he's right. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> You're just like, it's just like when Jotaro fought Darby, you know, you don't want to admit that you lost, but you know in your heart that you lost, and yeah, so now I have your my heart that I lost, so it's like, I, I, I'm trying not to, I'm fighting against it as hard as I can, but then it's like, I like this one shot a little bit more too, and then his <laughs> arguments towards it are like all things that I'm thinking. Uh, I mean, if it makes you feel any better... I mean, based on your arguments, I did 
feel Colton's argument was stronger, and I was leaning towards him, so he might have won ah! that round anyway. But, oh my god, it frustrates me so much. You guys were so close to actually finishing out the debate round this time. <laughs> I I couldn't think of anything to rebut. Right. Well, at least each time we're getting a little farther. Like, we, we got through all the counterpoints, at least. Like, so maybe with this question, you guys will get to the closing arguments this time. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I know promises, man. But, but, this is the big one. The big one, folks. Not the final question, but still the big one. The biggest heated debate that we'll probably have, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? But it's on everyone's minds. Everyone here loves Monsters works. I mean, we, we spent, like, what, three hours talking about them? Yeah, yeah. too long. Yeah, long. We love both of Monsters major series, both Nero and Assassin's Creed. We think they are both fantastic series. But let us decide definitively here which one is better. Which, gentlemen, is the better series? Majin Hunting Nugami Nero or Assassination Classroom? But Bomber, bom- bom- you go ahead because I feel like I could, I-, I could easily destroy your point. Okay, okay, because Colton won the no, because because Colton won the last round. He gets to go first. That's how it works. Oh come on, fine. <laughs> I, I I think Bomber might have like uh, paid paid off the MC, but that's just my opinion. You know what? Who cares about my opinion? Why are you even listening to this? Rounds. You won two rounds. Guess <laughs> what? Well, guess what? China. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think that is a very good point. I'm going to have to concede. Um, no. God damn it, no. <laughs> I, I kid, I kid. But, okay, starting now. I personally think that Nero is the better series over Assassination Classroom. Pretty much what we discussed in, the, uh, in our previous discussion. I think... It's a stronger series um, by far, uh, mostly on um, on the fact that I think thematically Nero is a lot more interesting than Assassination Classroom. Oh, is that is that that's all you had? That that was your that was your that was your ultimate weapon. Okay, your argument basically comes down to I think it's more interesting, so it's better. So you're just every other anime fan in the world. Okay, so I I can dig that. So you feel that Neuro's better because you think? All right, well I feel like Assassination Classroom actually does a thing that it has a an easier first of all an easier time establishing his characters because Matsui's more experienced now with his storytelling that's number one and then number two like Coralsen to me is a little bit more of an accessible character because I mean he's not he's not yeah he's not a demon from hell but he's a guy who who was asked to do something by somebody he really cared about had a tragic story what do we know about Nero? He can't, he's, he solved a bunch of mysteries from hell and is now here solving mysteries. Okay, that's great. But with Coruscant, we got a complete backstory. We got a complete, tra- you know, we got, we know all, all about him. At the end, he met a pretty, yes, his end was tragic, but it was also one that was full of carthesis. Like everything that, that led to that moment was like making Coruscant, not just his students, but him a better person. So yeah, I, I'm sorry, but. 
you can have your neuro, but, and I'm going to let you finish, but assassination classrooms where it's at. <laughs> I'm going to take you to school. <laughs> Just like the kids in the, in the manga took Kuro send to school. <laughs> uh, no thanks. I already went to school. It was, it was, it was okay, I guess. Um, <laughs> now I'm, I will, I will argue that yes, we don't, we pretty much know next to nothing about Nero, but I would say that does it matter whether we know anything about Nero? I don't think so, because I think, you know, yeah, sure. Again, we don't know anything about Nero, but I think what's important is that Nero is, is that, is that Nero is a fun character. Like, he, he is a, he, he is, he is, like, he shouldn't be a fun character, but he is. He's always, he's always fun to watch do whatever, no matter what he's doing. He's always interesting to look at. He's always drawn with, I think, a certain level of care than, um, uh, than most of the characters in Nero, actually. Um, and I feel like at the end of the day, yeah, character development's great and it's interesting, but I think as long as your character is fun to watch and to basically just fun to watch do whatever, uh, as long as your character's fun, I think that is probably the most important thing when it comes to, I think, any media. And Coruscant's not fun. I mean, who wouldn't love a perverted octopus teacher? I mean, he, he he's pretty interesting as a character. I mean, putting aside putting aside the whole killing him at, and then on top of that, we endear him. We're endeared to him throughout the entire series. I mean, Nero start Nero's interesting, but is he likable? He's not likable until really further into the series. Coruscant starts off. I mean, he's an enigma. You know, we're not sure what side he's on, but then almost immediately, chapter two, we already know that he's a nice guy and he's somebody we may not be able to trust him, but at the least we like him. And I think that goes a long way in establishing Assassination Classroom as a better series. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> No, Colton, just think of something. There's other things you can talk about. Uh, okay, I'm going to think of something else. Uh, okay. I think uh, another reason why I think uh, Nero is the better series is that, quite honestly, I think it's... Um, uh, Sid mentioned the composition, again, referring back to our previous uh, discussion... I think the composition in Assassination Cla- or no, I'm sorry, Nero. Uh, I think the composition in Nero is um, is a lot more fun to look at and a lot more. It's a lot more interesting to read than I think Assassination Classroom is. Assassination Classroom, I don't think, has nearly as much uh, creative composition and art as much as Nero does. Nero, yes, while it's not drawn the best. Again, like we said, the, the, the way it's framed and the way, the way it's drawn, not necessarily, I guess, uh, how neatly it's drawn is, uh, something I think is very important, especially for a visual medium such as manga, comics, what have you. And I think that is probably the biggest reason I think, as, uh, a Nero surpasses Assassination Classroom. I, Listen, I, I I mean that's great and everything, but the thing about Assassination Classroom when compared to Nero is that yeah, I 
there's the there's a whole camaraderie of the classroom too outside of Koro Sensei. Let's say for whatever reason you don't like him. Okay, I, I mean that there there have been stranger things in this world, I suppose. But the the camaraderie of the class is really important, and each one of the students contributes something to the overall plot of the the, the series itself. Whether they're trying to kill him or even just the idea that, you know, they as people start to find their own value and being and as the series goes on, they find their own value in being, you know, themselves and finding out where it is their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. And the fact that it sends a message, unlike Nero, that sometimes it is just it's not always being able to conquer everything. It's being able to enjoy as you conquer I think that's an important lesson too to many shonen manga. I feel like, unlike Assassination Classroom, feel like it's a zero sum game. If you don't win, you lose. <laughs> so, Assassination Classroom has a thing where it's like, if you don't win, you can always come back and try again. And I think that's an important message for a shonen manga to have. Well, it seems like Nero is simply, you know, well, Nero has some points for human psychology or everything like that. That's a high price for people who were. For people who are just looking for a simple shonen manga to get into. I concede. That was a good that's a that's a good point. I'm sorry. Like I actually have to legitimately concede that. That's good. Oh my god. I mean it's kind of amazing because we all three of us kind of went, you know, out of the uh, our discussion, you know, saying actually we, we think we like Nero the best, we think that's the other series, but Bomber really pulls through and, you know, def- defended Assassination Classroom and like won that argument. Like, you know, even if you didn't see Colton, I, I have to admit that Bomber was, you know, making the strongest argument there. So no, yeah, he, he sure was. Might have won anyway. So but yeah. That's actually pretty astounding. <laughs> But yeah, so Bomber wins uh, round four, which means you guys are tied two to two wins. Are you serious? Now, yes. Yes, I'm serious. You guys are wow. tied two to two. And okay. now I, I pray. I am praying to Kamisama, Dende, NL, whoever, whatever god. Dio. The, 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 the god that looks like Master Roshi in Dr. Slump, like... Beerus, whoever, whoever, whoever has the power to make you guys complete the debate and, you know, do get up to, you know, the closing argument. I'm going to, I'm praying to that guy. All right. Hoping, hoping <laughs> that for our final debate topic, you guys will make it all the way through. Okay. A moment, a moment of silence while I pray. All right, final round. Are you guys ready? Ready. Yes. Gosh darn it, you guys. Where's your enthusiasm? Seriously. Ready. (laughs) (laughs) Now that is more like it. My voice Now, my friends, you guys have debated the specifics of Matsui's works and very specific examples within them. But now it is time for you to flex your beautiful brains and your creative minds. Yes, this question is all all going to be based on your creativity, my friends. Now, 
We are all looking forward to whatever using Masui does next. If you were to go and talk to him and suggest to him, Hey, this is what I think you should do next. What would you choose? Basically, my friends, pitch an idea for Yuzei Matsui's next manga. Okay, I guess I have to go first since I won the last one. Yes. Ah, uh, wow. Come on, Mr. Writer. <laughs> wow. I mean, excuse me, don't bring my hobbies into this. No, don't bring my hobbies in. No. And I'll, t- and you know, no more. Anyway, <laughs> making me angry. But yeah, uh, uh, how do you pitch an idea? That's like getting a Christmas present for somebody who has everything. Like, can I really pitch an idea that's weird enough for Matsui standards? Um, <laughs> gonna have to try. Okay, I, I also get, I'll give it a shot. Um, <laughs> oh, this is hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <sighs> it doesn't have to be super specific. Maybe you can just refer to a genre that you'd like to see him explore. Okay, that, 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 makes, that, that makes things a little bit easier. You know what I would like to see Matsui take on? I'd like to see him take on a sports series somehow. Just sports genre. Just I, I, I generally don't really care for sports manga, but I feel like a sports manga written by Matsui would be weird enough to keep me hooked. <laughs> like, I mean, he's got character, he's got fun characters down, which I admit a lot of sports series do really well, but when it comes down to the actual sports part, I'm usually half asleep. So, but something just like, I don't know, demonic sports, speed, I mean, speed octopus sports, I mean, hell, it could just be like a one shot of Coralston and Nero on the streets on the court. I, I would read that. I would read that. <laughs> I would read that and just like, it doesn't even have to have like a really, I mean, if you want to make a series out of it, I feel like he could do that too. But if it was just a one shot, it's just like Coralson and Nero playing ba- ba- basketball. I would be down for that. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not conceding, but I do like that idea. <laughs> I mean, like, it, 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 they could use any of their abilities. It's not a thing where it's like, it's not even a thing where it's like, wow, that'll just lead into another thing. But anyway, yeah, it's not even a thing where it's like they'd be, t- or no, to make it more interesting, they can't. They can, they can use what comes innate to them, but they couldn't like use all their like super abilities or whatever. It's just, just a game of b-ball between both of them. And wouldn't even, I mean, you could have something at stake, like the Earth or, like, I don't know, a mystery or whatever, but just the two of them playing basketball. All right, I guess it's my turn, huh? Um, mm-hmm. you, you guys remember Freakazoid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, with that in mind, I uh, I would personally, I mean, there, there's, there's aspects of it in both Nero and Assassination Classroom, but I think... I think it would be interesting to see Matsui take on something a little more cyberpunky. You know, literally have, I can just imagine it now, literally have characters surfing the internet. It just, you know, some, something, something akin to Freakazoid, where maybe, maybe, maybe you got, you got your shonen main protagonist, and all he does is sit at a computer. Boy, that just stands for everything Jump has to offer, right? Uh, you know, just just just, ha- just have, have have the main character just be, 
maybe an edgelord. I don't know. I don't know what kind of like internet persona you'd want to go with here for here. You know, insert insert stereotype here, but you know, have him have him get uh, spend so much time on the computer he gets sucked in, and then maybe just like Rigazoi becomes a superhero, and then maybe not only have it be a cyberpunk superhero manga. People like superheroes. Maybe have it, uh, you know, ha- have have some of that same satire that Assassination Classroom did, and maybe have it be a satire on on how dependent we all are on on not just the internet but technology, and maybe even throw in like a social media uh, satire in there. I don't know. Uh, South Park did it. I don't know why we. I don't know why Mots we can't. Ah shit. <laughs> And and that's that's it really. <laughs> Shit, I kind of read that, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, ah, uh, but I feel like that's that's a somewhat oversaturated genre, like genre. Wh- like, which which one? The 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 cyberpunk thing. I mean, like there are okay. a couple of there are a lot of anime that have done that already. Like, what would would Matsui really be able to bring something new that we haven't seen to the table? There, I, I mean, think so I. I I argue against that. I mean, like I feel like there's there's only so much that genre can hold, and it's been most of it's been done. I feel like even if we're if we're just talking like one shot, maybe. But if we're talking like series, I don't know. I I just don't. I just think that everything in that's been done. Do you do you rem do you remember the the how arc, my friend, and how awesome that was? Could you imagine that? But 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 Matsui being more experienced with with two seri- with two full serializations under his belt with the same kind of composition as Nero. I could I. It does sound enticing, but if Matsui's already done it, is it really a story worth doing again? I I I don't think so. I think that he could spend his you know time doing something. I mean, doing something just fun. I, we don't need I, it's. He's done it before. We could do something fun, interesting, and brings back some of our favorite characters. Well, yes, but I never said it had to be like the. I, I never said it had to be exactly like the Howl arc. Of course, I w- Of course, it would. It would be. A, it would be a different kind of story, but. I I I feel like I feel like Matsui could could do something could 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 uh at least um compose and draw something sort of like that but again like I said he's uh he's more experienced now and he's he's had the chance to kind of experiment with Nero and sort of has his artistic ability sort of um uh, sort of honed through assassination classroom, but he he doesn't have that same uh, feeling of surrealism and weirdness that he did in Nero. And I feel like with with Matsui being as experienced as he is, you know, as long as he does a different kind of story, I personally think uh, and 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 again that his experience and his um, in both in both storytelling and artistic uh, ability, I feel like maybe it could be done. I feel like uh, I feel like people wouldn't mind maybe seeing an iteration of that. Yeah, but would Matsui be able to? I mean, make a cyberpunk world look? Would he have to restrain himself some more, sort of like he did with Assassination Classroom, to make that work? I mean, Hal had some moments where it looked pretty amazing and everything, but it was like. 
okay, it's for a cyberpunk world. I always kind of picture Matsui as more of a, how do I put this? Uh, um, his art is more being more, uh, I don't know the genre off the top of my head I'm going for, but I don't really see him as being kind of like a cyberpunk sci-fi type of guy. I see his his monster designs and stuff like that as being a little bit more reminiscent of fantasy. There you go, fantasy. Like being a fantasy type guy. I mean, granted, we're getting way far from what my idea originally was, but but um, I feel like I don't think that doing a cyberpunk series would suit him. It it and and even if even if I were to say I think he could do it, I think it's been done best in how. A, any different, anything that he could like, um, anything that he could do a little differently wouldn't be different enough to not just say, well, this is just Hal again, I think. And, and to that point, I would say that, you know, you propose a, an idea of Matsui maybe pursuing a sports manga. He kind of already did that a few times in, in Assassination Classroom, one with, with, uh, class 3e's first uh baseball game against uh against the rest of the school that that and the sports festival like i feel like if we're gonna argue all that's already been done in uh, matsui's other series then you could say the same thing about uh about assassination classroom guys i just want to say i just want to say i'm so proud of you you made it through all the counterpoints and now you're finally at your closing arguments I just want to take a minute. I'm just so proud. I'm just so proud. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lord Virus. You have saved this podcast, even though that you are the god of destruction. Hail Virus! Anyway, uh, yes. Anyway, yes, Bomber, your, your closing argument, please. And I still think, like, yeah, those are great kind of side things that took less than they didn't take an entire volume even i don't think but the the hal arc was a was an epic in of itself like if nero were simply about the hal arc which the anime actually did this in a sense they made the anime essentially the centerpiece of the anime was the hal arc and as much as we both can agree that okay the anime wasn't that great they at least did a pretty decent job with the hal arc which to me says that it doesn't need to be done again well yes it's true assassination classroom did have some sports elements they were more a side dish to a complete meal so i feel like not so we could and as i've said it could be just a one shot. It doesn't even need to be an entire series. I don't see what, while with the cyberpunk sort of um, story, it's a, whether Matsui has an entire series to do to work with, or he's just going to do a one shot. A one shot wouldn't be long enough to d- differentiate it from how an entire series would be too long to differentiate. Then it would start seeming like how. So I think that yeah, it's just not worth re. He could do something new. All right, a uh, closing argument for me. I feel like, while yes, he's he's done an entire epic like that before. He's done an entire arc involving these uh, 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 these uh, uh, aspects um, of of that genre. I feel like it could work as long as he mixes in another genre in there. Like like I said earlier, it wouldn't be just it wouldn't be just a cyberpunk story. It would be. 
it could be cyberpunk slash superhero or cyberpunk slash hey cyberpunk slash sports or cyberpunk slash something else as long as i i feel like as long as he puts in if he uh mixed in another genre in there i i really feel like it could be something good whether it be a one shot a series or whatnot uh i feel like uh maybe like a, a short series would probably be best for that but i regardless i i feel like i feel like i'm gonna stick to my guns on that i'd like to see a cyberpunk slash something story from matsui and we are done i want both of you to give yourselves a round of applause for finally making it through a round without giving up it took five tries but you guys finally did it uh, so hungry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now finally, finally, I can declare a winner based on the arguments. Okay. And this okay. is actually rather hard because I think both of you made some very strong points and very strong counterclaims against the other guy's, uh, other person's point. But I think at the end of the day, I, act, I have to give it to Colton because... Yeah! Ah, oh, you bastard! You paid him off, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I have to give it to Colton because he really defended his concept well. He was very passionate about it, had a very specific idea about like what he wanted it to be, and also, you know, he re- he rebuted uh bombers. He rebuted your claims, you know, your criticisms very well. You know about its similarities to Hal Ark and like, you know, how Matsui could you know go in a different direction with it, while. Whereas I feel that Bomber, you didn't, uh, you didn't really, you didn't like really, you spend more time like criticizing Colton's premise than you did like expanding on your own and defending your own, I felt. Yeah, what so the hell? So I think ultimately yeah, I had to, ultimately I felt Colton made the strongest argument and that's why I am giving him, uh, the winner of this match and he is the, oh, at, with three to two, he is the winner of the debate round! <laughs> Give yourself a round of applause, Colton. You will now be facing off against yours truly in oh, the no. speed round. Oh, speed. That is not my thing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. Alrighty then. Okay, so Bomber will be the judge of the speed round. And remember, Bomber, just like uh, with the debate round, you have to judge us based on the arguments that we make. Okay. So, uh, we all know the rules of the speed round, right? Uh, We get 20 seconds to make our uh, opening argument, 20 seconds to make our counterclaim, 20 seconds to make a closing argument. Very quick stuff here. Okay. So, Bomber, why don't you uh, read out uh, the first uh, the first of the matches that we'll be facing off against in the speed round. All right, I'll read out the first question. Which Matsui character would make the best president of the U.S.? Gakuo Osana! Mm. Okay. Okay, Colton, <laughs> now, Colton, you now have to say your choice. Ah. Uh, Godai. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so uh, who should go first? You can go first, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> Principal Asano ran his school very efficiently, and he would translate those skills excellently into the presidency. He is very hard-laced. He knows how to how make people work best for him, and knows how to bring out the best in people, and can run an organization very efficiently and effectively. Uh... He would make an excellent president. 
I'm pretty sure that was over 20 seconds, Judge. Uh, it was. <laughs> I'm bad at this, okay? <laughs> it's my first day. <laughs> okay, fine. Just go. Let me know when you start timing me. Okay, uh, reset. Timing, go. Okay. Good, I would make a great president because, uh, um, mm, because he got. He ran. He ran the company just fine. That he was a part of in Nero, and that and that's and that's my argument. That's fair. That's a fair point. But Kenoki Daka Junior High School is a much bigger business than the New Gami Nero Detective Agency, with more faculty and students to keep account of. And Daka Hoasano managed them all expertly. He knows how to make people to bring out the best in people and run an organization really efficiently. I wasn't. T- I wasn't talking about uh, the the detective agency. I was talking about his actual information company. Mm. He he knew <laughs> he he knew how to ran that well better than the actual president of that company. Fair point, but is he real? But is he as experienced as Asano Godai? Mostly did a lot of uh, Godai. Most ran that company fair enough, but. Asano has more business skills. He has more like negotiation skills. Like he's a much more well-rounded candidate. Um, Godai graduated elementary school. That's my. That's my. <laughs> uh, Asano t- Asano teaches in middle school. Okay, I concede. Ah, uh, well, all right. First round goes to Sid. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will keep that marked down because I have the memory of a dead ele- elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and an elephant never forgets unless it's dead. Yeah. Then it yeah. Good, really... good life advice to go by. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, then after that, an elephant really doesn't need to remember much. <laughs> so, nope. so we're going to go with that. So now we're going to go with this next round. Which would you rather do? Work for Nogami Nuro's detective agency or have for Principal Asano be your private tutor? Asano be my private tutor. Alright. Why would you choose that? Uh, Asano is an experienced educator and he really knows how to teach students well and bring out the best in them. Counterpoint. I would rather work for the uh, Neuro Detective Agency solely because uh, uh, because I wouldn't actually have to do any of the detective work. I could just be the scapegoat. All right. Counterpoint. I'm actually going to be benefit from Asano's tutorship because he is very knowledgeable and he's a great educator. I mean, I'll probably learn things really fast and really effectively, and that will help me out later in my career in life. All right. Counterpoint. Um, I, 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 God, I can't talk. Da. I no, I don't concede. Time's a ticking. <laughs> uh, uh, brain fart, Jesus. Um, I, 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 I won't be brainwashed by Asano if, uh, uh, whereas in Nero's uh, detective you're over agency, twenty seconds, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Asano won't be doing any more brainwashing. Kora Sensei taught him the error of his super strict ways, so now he is returned to being the educator that he used to be, and he, he used to be a very effective educator to begin with. And so, yeah, I'll be definitely learn a lot and benefit from his tutorship. Okay. Counterpoint? Um... I uh I'll get famous by not even trying just like most YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people are really going to like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, as long as it comes after you and not me. <laughs> All right. Well, hmm. Hard choice, it- right? Yeah, it's a hard choice. but i'm going to have to go with sid here (laughs) just because while i'm a lazy so-and-so if other people around me are lazy that means i might have to do the work (laughs) so (laughs) to have somebody who wants to do their work themselves is is very very much in line with what i would like (laughs) so uh sid gets around two all right, third round. Would Nogami Nero be able to assassinate Koro-sensei? I need yes or no answers. No. Can you elaborate on that? Koro-sensei moves at Mach 20. Nero can't even touch him, man. All right, counterpoint. I say yes because Nero would just have a, a demon tool that could let him fly as fast, just like that bug thing he used at the end of the manga. Counterpoint. Koro-sensei is a man of a thousand tricks. Like, he multitasks and multiple things at once. He, like, teaches 30 students at once. Like, Koro-sensei can get out of any situation, any jam. Nero can't touch a man. Counterpoint. Uh, Nero has at least uh, 777 uh, demon tools, if I am to understand correctly. So, there has to to be at least... uh, he, He has at least that many tricks up his sleeve. If Nero has seven 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 tricks, Korosensei has seven 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 eight. The Korosensei, <laughs> it's insane the amount of things that Korosensei is able to do in the short amount of time, like, that he can. Like, he wrote freaking thousand page textbooks for each of his students that were specifically tailored to him. Uh, I mean, uh, you're over time, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Counterpoint. I, I, Mm. Uh, Nero's a demon from hell. There we go. <laughs> Nero isn't human. Neither is Kora Sensei is above human too. He's superhuman. Ah, but he was still human at one point. Uh, not anymore though. Hmm. That is a good point. <laughs> he broke the fourth wall. <laughs> or well, no, not the fourth wall, but the the. Uh, the thing about debating, but anyway, um, ah, that's this is a tough one to decide on, really. I and I mean that seriously this time because it's like we don't know much. We don't know Nero's full potential here. Well, we do know Koro Sensei's. I mean, thanks to Nag- Nagisa. Hmm. God damn it, Matsui. <laughs> so I would have to err with Colton on this one. Wait, what? Oh. The reason for that is, is, it's as you said. I mean, we don't know. It's like you pointed it out. 
that we hear 777 Tootle. How do we know we only have one day? Won't slow Koro Sen down? And as the end of the manga illustrated, if Koro Sen's held down, then I mean, he's he, what if he has a tool that could hold him down? So I unfortunately, I, I'm gonna have to go with Colton on this one simply because we don't know that much about Nero and. 777 tools is a lot to work with. <laughs> Fair enough. Though they are both super powered. It would actually be interesting to see a battle between them. Yeah, but we 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 all know Saitama would win, so. Koro-sensei <laughs> 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 might move at Mach 20, but he, that's not enough against one punch. No, it isn't. I, I mean, feel, I, you know, actually just completely off the record... So I don't feel like, uh, so I don't look like I'm conceding, since I already won. Uh, yeah, I feel I feel like Koro Sensei would probably actually come up with some kind of puzzle for Nero, and he and he like he he would spend like hours or days trying to solve it, and he would just like that's how he would get uh, Nero off his tail. Ah, oh, that's a good point. I should have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. But I mean, on the other end of things, I feel like. All like Nero would have to do is like I don't know. Like I said, the, the thing about speed is because Kuro Sensei isn't like physically strong, and Nero is. So all Kuro, all Nero would have to do is find a way to slow him down. That's true. And you know that that is Kuro Sensei really. I mean, he's smart, granted. So that's not going to be easy by any means, but. If he could just slow him down for a second, I feel like Nero would have it. So, but anyway, to our fourth round. Who would solve a mystery faster, Nero or Koro-sensei? Koro-sensei. For one thing, Koro-sensei moves to rank 20, so he's faster than Nero. But another thing, we've seen Koro-sensei, you know, solve, you know, a few mysteries on his own, and he can, obviously, he's really intelligent, he can do it very quickly, and he's uh, very knowledgeable about people, and he has advantage over Nero in that he does understand the human heart, so he doesn't need uh, Yako to help him. Alright, counterpoint. I feel like Nero would be able to solve a mystery faster just because, um, just because I feel like Koro Sensei, uh, I, I mean, obviously he's not perfect. We all know how clumsy Koro Sensei can be. I feel like if under pressure, Koro Sensei would try to solve a mystery so fast that he would be able to think. Time over. Counterpoint. Nero can't solve a mystery on his own, no, especially rare mysteries that really involve the complexity of the human heart. But Koro-sensei, he's, as a teacher, he's skilled of getting to the root of a student's problem, figuring out what's in their heart, and, uh, figuring out what's best for them. So Koro-sensei has the empathetic advantage. And time over. Hmm, but I feel like Nero, at the very least, has a, has a advantage over Koro-sensei to where he, has a bit more intellect than Koro Sensei. Though Koro Sensei being very smart, I feel like Nero would actually take the time to actually sit and think about things, whereas I feel like Koro Sensei would get all flustered and actually rush through things to the point where Time over. Koro Sensei Koro Sensei thinks very fast, but he put but he puts a lot of thought into whatever he does. Like, he never does, uh, he rarely ever does a rush job. He always uh, know, thinks about how to approach a situation very carefully, and he pulled that approach into mystery solving just as expertly. Time over, round over. All right. 
This one's tough. Because you guys both put really good, really brought up interesting parts of each one of their characters and their flaws. So I have to give you both credit for that. Just because it's, it's one thing to just say, well, this guy can't do it. And, you know, not really talk about why your guy can or the vice versa to say this guy can do it, but not really talk about why the other guy can't. Uh, so wow. I, I really, I'm having a difficult time deciding here. I want to say though, I would go with Colton on this one. Oh, okay. And the reason for that would be is because Nero has one thing that Coral Sensen doesn't have, which is experience. Nero solved all the mysteries in the realm. Damn it! <laughs> Why did I think about that? So, like, I mean, we yeah, we don't know what how what level of mystery these were. I mean, maybe they really were child's play. But I'm assuming that for a super being like Nero, he's not going to be sitting there trying to solve, you know, where did my sock, my other sock go? I would imagine that he's solving pretty high tech level stuff. No, so it was it, it was 90% socks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that aside, he did solve every mystery in another realm to the point that he had to go to another realm could get more difficult mysteries so that's one thing i mean i feel like coral sensei has intel there's intelligence to be able to to teach children something and then there's intelligence to be able to figure out a mystery from a you know person who committed a crime i feel like Coralson would have great insight on how to teach and he probably might have some experience but with his per- previous job, it was his previous occupation. He was more of a guy that's in and out. Once he's got his thing, I, I don't know how, I'm sure in his occupation, he probably has run into times where an assassination didn't go quite right and he has to think on his feet. And that would be Coral Sensei's, that would probably be something Coral Sensei has over Nero, who's probably more used to, you know, having a very regimented plan on how things go. But I, but then again, we've seen in the series that even Nero can think on his feet when he needs to. So, but I still err on Nero's side because the simple fact that he, he solved mysteries, not, not of one country, not of, um, one, you know, side of the world, but I'm assuming hell is a pretty big place or else it wouldn't fit all of our asses in it. So (laughs) I, I'm assuming that it's a pretty big place. And so if Nero saw all the mysteries there, and also came to our world to do some more of that. He's got to have something going. But anyway, and now our final, final round. Pitch a crossover between Nero and Assassination Classroom. Um, <clears throat> uh, Koro Sensei goes to the Supernatural Detective Agency to find something important, but the punchline is, it's his porn stash. Counterpoint. Okay, Koro-sensei was once framed for stealing underwear, but now he's being framed for murder? <laughs> Yako and Nero are fresh on the case, and Koro-sensei's out to prove his innocence. The two clash over who is the true culprit. Your classic manga crossover featuring the fight between Koro-sensei and Ogami uh, and fans over. want to see. He went. He went over time. He should lose. 
<laughs> we both went overtime in previous rounds. Yeah, you did, actually. Damn it. Okay. I guess we both. Hey, time is ticking. <laughs> um, okay. Um, <clears throat> my crossover's better. <laughs> my crossover gives the fans what they want to see. They want to see Nura and Kora Sensei at, interact, have a clash with each other. They want to see that fight, and then they want to see the satisfaction of them teaming up later against a greater enemy. Alright, counterpoint. Yeah, but the Toriko One Piece crossover didn't really have that, and that was just fine. And the crossover of Dragon Ball didn't have that, and that was just fine. Uh, and and uh, something that the Toriko One Piece crossover also had was a was a punchline to a joke. And I feel like all those uh, elements together would make a fine uh, crossover between these two series. Time over. But this is using Matsui we're talking about. There's going to be jokes aplenty in my crossover, but you also get a very cool little story, too. And you get all the nice things that fans want in their crossovers. They want to see uh, the character uh, characters fight against each other. They they really love that. Like, everyone went ape over Goku versus Luffy versus Toriko uh, in that one anime over. special. Hmm. Counterpoint. Hmm, well, I feel like, uh, um, hmm. my crossover will be better. That's, that, that's my, that's my counterargument. Again. <laughs> Time over. I, my, I, 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 I <laughs> go ahead. My crossover covers more bases. It captures best of both series and gives you the interactions between the characters that, uh, will satisfy a wide range of fans. All right. I concede. (laughs) Well, I mean, you actually got to the end there, but yeah, Sid kind of took that. Oh, well, (laughs) then I I don't concede. I mean, Sid kind of ran away with that one because I I was sitting here listening to him and I kind of want to read that. (laughs) I mean, I think it takes Matsui's kind of slightly risque humor with a little bit of a and it, with a little bit of both characters' worlds kind of intersecting really well. But the one thing that didn't disappoint me with you guys both, though, you didn't mention the students. They're characters, <sighs> too. That's right. <laughs> They're characters, too. I mean, yeah, you could easily they would have feature. A- they would feature in mine, for sure. I, I didn't get around to mentioning that. But definitely, you know, they would feature, especially since Nagisa and Yako are very similar, and they have insights on their respective, you know... Uh, kind of mentor figures like in interesting ways that would interact very well off each other so but yeah eh, the winner of this would be sid yeah i and that makes me the winner of the speed round damn it <laughs> oh well well i take solace in the fact that i was soundly defeated and then you were <laughs> so so what what does that what does that make you be <laughs> i avenge bomber that makes me a very petty and bitter person. <laughs> so, so, so basically, like the rest of the internet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> but gentlemen, uh, how did you like our little debate? Did you find that fun? Did you? Were you? How? How? How do you feel about it after all? No, said because I didn't win. <laughs> oh come on, winning isn't you're everything. More pe- you're more petty and bitter than I am. <laughs> I had a decent time, you know, it's kind of against, I, I was kind of like, it's, it's kind of like being in a fan fiction written by somebody where all the characters are <laughs> out of character. Cause I mean, like, I'm not a person who argues. I'm a person who just, you know, 
I, 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 I enjoyed it. It's just, like, it's just against my no- normal nature to really argue. Mm-hmm. We need to get some really heated people the next time we try this. I think Josh not yeah, great the- for this. Yeah. Oh yeah, jo- Josh would like uh, destroy this. Um, <laughs> he would. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I would. I would so want to see a grudge match with that. Just, just, just a cage match. Sakuga versus Sakuga. <laughs> one man walks in, two men walk in, one man walks out, and the other one's still there watching the anime the first guy I recommended. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I mean, I, I had fun with it. I mean, I kind of have to agree with Bomber that, like, I, it, it kind of went against my personality a little bit. But I still, I still had fun. I, I can't promise I, I'll always be. Uh, I'm, I'm not exactly the, uh, the best at debating, but I tried. Yeah, neither am I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with this. I mean, I, I you know, I, 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 I complained about you guys giving up <laughs> before you finished the debates. But you know, I think that you know this was just a really fun thing to try, and I, I really, I thought it turned out well. I think you know there was a lot of energy we had going on, a lot of humor. Like I, I think this was a very entertaining little thing we did. And I'm really glad we tried it. I really would like to do it again sometime. Well, anyway, what do you guys? What do you in the audience think? Uh, let us know in the comments uh, what you thought about our uh, our inaugural manga fight. What kind of topics or uh, series you would like to see us do a manga fight on, and uh, how you enjoyed the episode. And also, let us know about uh, if you do end uh, if you d- if you did end up going to. Uh to to any of these Matsui panels that we mentioned in our previous discussion, uh, let us know how they went. Let us know what your experiences were. So so send us an email about it at uh, mangamavericks at gmail.com. But I think we should probably end this. So, Bomber, thank you for recording uh, for uh, almost seven hours now with us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that that was a whole day of things and not eating. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, if if I had like a girlfriend or wife, she'd be so angry at me right now. <laughs> but luckily, I don't have any of those things, so I can talk manga all day. Why does that sound like I lost somehow? <laughs> yeah, that's that's all that matters in life is manga and nothing else. Yeah, why does it sound like I lost? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, but it was it was definitely a lot of fun doing this. Like, this is my first non-Gintama podcast, so this is interesting. Yeah, su- surprisingly, we, we all like things that aren't Gintama. Yeah, it's kind of incredible, and I got to talk about things I translate that aren't Gintama, so... But then I'm sure somebody will be like, hey, it's the Gintama dude, and I'll just sigh and die a little inside and wave at them with a smile that's not really mine. (laughs) (laughs) And then they'll be like, Gintama has a manga? I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, listen, listen. (laughs) That was like, (laughs) I remember I went to a con and somebody said that to me. It was like one of those reaction shots where it's like, ah, Soka. This is where I've come so far in life, you know, <laughs> with the with the anime BG style where it's like all dark and I'm like doom in a corner. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that 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 was me. I'm like I can't believe it. People actually ask that. But yeah, it was really a lot of fun. I I really would like to I I'd like to do this again at some point. Oh, Gintama definitely. or not Gintama. <laughs> uh so bomber uh, where can the good people find you? I know you're on Twitter. Are you okay with uh, letting people know about that? Or 
Yeah, I'm on, I don't know how Twitter works, but you can find me as Kirobon on Twitter. I, I hang out there far too much. <laughs> um, if you want to shoot manga questions to me, then you could, I, I'm not taking requests. If any requests will be ignored, <laughs> um, I, you can shoot me an email at request for Rufy, all one word, Rufy with an R, not an L, R-U-F-I. So request for R-U-F-I at gmail.com. Those are generally the places you can hit me up at. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Sid, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter, my anime list, and animation revelation as at, as a Lum Ramayasha. And you can also look at my art on Tumblr, uh, under Sid Gupta's awesome art blog. All right. Cool. Um, so, um, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at SniperKing323. That's S-N-I-P-E-R-K-I-N-G-323. I also do a lot of other podcasts. Uh, there's Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, which, uh, I've had both of these guys on. So, uh, you can, uh, follow that at, uh, GintaLifeLessons.wordpress.com. If you're a fan of Toriko, go listen to Heavenly Kings at HeavenlyKings.com. Or if you're a fan of Detective Conan slash Case Closed, whatever the hell it's called, you can uh, go find that at One Podcast Prevails. That's onepodcastprevails.wordpress.com. And as for the podcast proper, you can find more of our Maga Mavericks podcast at all-comic.com. Or you can follow us on facebook.com slash all.comic or on twitter.com slash allcomic underscore. Or email us anything about uh, manga or... Hey, any ideas you have for uh, for manga fights and how we can improve upon it, or uh, who you'd like to see go head-to-head against each other, what kind of uh, topics you'd like us to debate over, at mangamavericks at gmail.com. But the most important thing, guys, is that you subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. So uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this. This was, uh, this was very fun to record. Uh, hopefully we could do one of these again sometime soon. Uh, but we will definitely let you know uh, when we plan on doing one of these again. Again, hopefully soon. But uh, this has been uh, the Manga Mavericks podcast on allcomic.com, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. So, see ya! Sayonara! Goodbye!